Welcome to episode 10. It's a milestone for sure of whatever works with Jasmine McDonald. If you want to start a podcast, do it. If you want to start painting, do it. If you want to start a certain hobby or activity and you need to do something scary like buy a kayak or a crossbow or, you know, some sort of tool, just fucking go and do it, man. We are on this tiny rock for such a blip of time. And with every passing moment, I realize that that is just no excuse to not do every little thing I want to do to the upteenth degree at 110% with rest moments in between. But put the fear aside. Who cares what people think? And do whatever you want, you guys. Start a podcast or don't. Do whatever you want. That's all I got to say. Whatever works for you is what is going to be dope and awesome. And the world needs you and the world needs you at your best. And um, it needs you super authentic and true to yourself. And whatever other people think doesn't literally is irrelevant. So if you need a pep talk, call me anytime. Most of you have my phone number or if not DM me and I will be able to, you know, give you a little rah-rah. I have a friend that's um, a therapist and she's like, damn, you're better than my therapist. I need to get with you. I need you to follow me around at all times. And I'm more than happy to do that. That's my rant about authenticity and doing whatever the fuck you want and being stoked on it and excited. And yeah, man, I'm like super excited to see what everyone does. I hope this is inspirational, inspirational to someone out there. And um, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. We're going to get into Kyle Jackson's experience. He's one of my best friends, if not my best friend, Um, family member at this point, to be honest. He's up there with Heather. So... Give me a ring if you um, have any more questions for Kyle. And then we're going to get into uh, Who's the Asshole, one of your favorite segments. If you are able to financially support the podcast, I would be super grateful. If you're not, like, follow, share, and review it. If you guys could share it with a friend that might think what we're doing here is dope, that would be really cool too. So anyways, there's many ways to help the pod. If this is bringing you out of any sort of discomfort in any way, shape, or form, consider maybe doing something to scratch my back. No, I'm just playing. I'm glad you guys are liking it. I'm glad you guys are listening to it. We have 1,000-plus plays. We have um, hundreds of unique devices that are playing the podcast every single week. We've got countries all over the globe that are listening, so super stoked. I hope you guys are too. You're here at the beginning stages, and um, much more to come. Enjoy it, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to Whatever Works with Jasmine McDonald. Um, this is a big deal. This is episode 10. Kyle Jackson is here. He's my best friend. Hey, guys. It's me. Hey, sisters. <laughs> um, and brothers. I have some male listeners, too. Right, but the sisters is, is um, not gender specific. Okay. It's because it's James Charles. Oh, is it James Charles? Uh, hi, sisters. It's me, James Charles. Is here. that what he says? Yeah. Oh. He's really beautiful. Yeah. I don't, is he uncanceled? Isn't there? Yeah. Why was he canceled? I don't... You I don't hate, know. I, I don't know. I just... I think he said something fucked up. Something. I'm sure he did. Sure, sure. 
everyone's canceled. Yeah. Um, it's only a matter of time <laughs> before I get canceled. I'm not popular enough to be canceled. I'm I'm waiting for it though one day. <laughs> Once I blow up, it'll be momentarily. Oh yeah, I've got a lot of haters. <laughs> I have a lot of receipts, so. I know. Yeah, please don't fuck me over. What did we learn? We learned don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So episode ten. Thank you so much, everybody, for like being a part of this journey, which is nuts. It's like. See, it's so funny. I've had multiple people be like, can't believe you like you started a podcast. Like, I'm low-key kind of, like, jealous, shit like that. And I'm like, hold on, stop. Literally, all you do is download Audacity for free and buy a microphone for 80 bucks, which, by the way, doesn't work. So I'm just using my laptop. But it is a nice laptop, so. It's a super nice laptop. But you don't need a super nice laptop. And you could actually, um, if you use... Spotify for podcasts, which it used to be Anchor, but they changed it to Spotify for podcasters, which is the stupidest brand change I've ever seen. Is this a is this a free plug? Well, yeah, I guess. Okay, cool. That's you could do it on your phone even, Got it. and edit it on your phone. I I don't know if it's a plug if I'm kind of right. taking a shit on their branding. It it was, apparently it's free, so it's it is free. Yeah. But Spotify for podcasters, it's such just a whack. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't use Spotify. You don't. I don't. I um, I exclusively use Apple Music. Why and, is that? Well, first off, it's it's easy. But secondly, iTunes. Mm-hmm. I was using iTunes since sixth grade. Yeah. The amount of ninety nine cent and one twenty nine a dollar twenty nine charges that my mom's credit card had was unreal. Yeah. And so I'm not gonna just lose that. Lose that. Mm-hmm. And also my you know the Simple Life season two. Mm-hmm. Um, what what was the it? OC? Ew, no, 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 no. You didn't fuck with the OC. Didn't no, no, no. I um, what was the one with uh, Summer Heights High? Oh yeah. Yeah, Jamee, J-A apostrophe M-I-E. It's weird, but you'll get used to it. It's a weird name, I know, but you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. Um, Fuck you guys, I'm gone. The the teacher, (laughs) the drama teacher. Uh, Greg Gregson. Um, I'm gone. um, He's my favorite. But yeah, so like those things that mean nothing to anybody but me. Sure, sure. And also, I, I don't do well with technology. Mm-hmm. And this is something I already know. It's a clean interface. It is because it's on a fucking iPhone, and everything looks the same because it's all Mac brand. Yeah, and I it's like to it, don't get me wrong, datpiff.com, YouTube translator or downloader thing. Like I had some like Bobo. Sure, sure, sure. Pirated. Thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I never did LimeWire because I, I didn't even know what is that. I know what you mean now. Datpiff.com is mixtapes. Hip hop. Drought three. Yes. Nicki Minaj, Super Snatch, Howard Juku Barbie, Beam Me Up Scotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And I just signed a bitch named Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. The president. Mm-hmm. Um while he was in jail, he signed her. His his team signed her. Well, that's because you know, that's get what the streets say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever think about how Drake would be different if he signed with Rock Rock Nation versus Young Money? I wonder if he would have ever gotten out of the wheelchair. Probably not. Yeah, so that's about Degrassi. It, Degrassi, the next generation. The fact that he went from like the differently abled or disabled—I've heard that disabled is how you are supposed to say it now. 
actor, like that was his character. Like not he was not the main lead of no, Degrassi. No, 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 no. No, no, he no. wasn't a full-blown nerd, but he wasn't... He wasn't an NPC, but he also wasn't the main character. What does NPC mean? Non-primary character. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. But to to become Drake is an insane brand marketing... Like, I, it's a huge but the accomplishment, cool, I think. The cool thing is He's like he had coolest. enough time in between those things. Yeah. Canadian? Yeah, but he had enough time in between those that, like, not everyone knows... Degrassi. Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Which is good for him. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a pretty gay show. Yeah, sure. You can say that. I mean, there was gay things that for sure were in Sure, it. sure, sure. And it was just like, I watched it in secrecy because I was like... No one can know. No one can know, right? It's like watching... This is before you came out. Yeah, yeah. It's like watching Glee upstairs in my room by myself. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not... Like this is this show is only for gay people. It's it's Glee Club, right? Like I yeah, mean, it has some. Um, Did Glee come out before you came out? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was only good, you know, for a few seasons, and then just got sort of. I love Jane Lynch. She's so funny. Yes. She's a gay icon. Yeah. She's so funny. You've seen a Mighty Wind and Best in Show. No. You need to see. It's got everyone you would imagine. It's got Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, Jane Lynch, um, I forget his name, the dad from Catherine O'Hara's husband in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, that guy. For, he was in God, American he's Pie. so funny. Forget his name. But he's in it too. And Best in Show is about Parker Posey. It's about like, it's a spoof on, you know what Spinal Tap is? Like where you like, put a needle in your spine? Yeah, but then there's another movie called oh. Spinal Tap where it's a rockumentary, but it's a mockumentary documentary, whatever. That sounds more like your alley. When you turn something up to 11, mm. that's what that's from, Spinal Tap. And it's like a mockumentary on rock and roll. And the same people, um, Jonathan Best, I think his name is, and he made Best in Show, which is about a dog show, and the people are nuts in it. And then, and then A Mighty Wind is about like a family bluegrass expo music festival thing and everyone's nuts and they're all in it and it's very very funny and good highly recommend it thanks so much for your recommendation you're welcome um back to you i don't what were we saying i think that when are you comfortable talking about like your coming out story oh sure i My, think yeah yeah so you were upstairs in your room watching glee <laughs> in secret well i i backtrack a bit sure to, let's go to fifth grade. Okay. So you're 10. It's, yeah. When did you know you were gay? Fifth grade. Okay. I knew I was different around that time, but it was confirmed in 10th grade because I saw this commercial. 10th grade. Fifth grade. Or, sorry, fifth when grade. When you were 10, fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who was it in the commercial? No, no, no. It was watching Disney Channel, and there was an advertisement for the Lilo and Stitch sandwich making game on DisneyChannel.com, and I wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. Fifth grade, never really been good at spelling. And so if you don't necessarily know how to spell channel, you might spell anal. Mm. So Disney channel. Mm-hmm. And the internet provide Google provides whatever it's going to provide. Sure, sure. And it provided... Gay some, porn. Yeah, it did. My first experience with that. Um, wow. And it was in that time that I realized this is the difference I'm feeling. Okay. 
Um, you were like, this is interesting to me. I was like, this is, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't see this on TV. No, no, no. Boys don't kiss but, on TV. But like on, there was this mad TV episode. Yeah. Um, where it was like, they were at a Super Bowl party or whatever. And they were like high fiving and like each like touchdown or whatever, they get a little bit closer and then they would kiss. But yeah. like stuff like that, I was like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I saw like explicitly mm-hmm. what I um needed to name. Sure. Or what I needed named for myself because I didn't know that was a thing. Sure. Gay was a like I you know. That's the thing too now about like the right wing psychos that are like. Yeah, like don't say we're it. indoctrinating like, our children when it's like. I was trying to play it, which I did did end up getting to play and played a lot. The Lilo and Stitch sandwich sandwich making game. Oh, I completely Channel. forgot I, about I that. I ended up being able to play that, and it was a, a great game. Sure. Um, but in my initial attempt is when I found out that what I was feeling was called being gay, and so from that moment on, I realized I had this really big secret that I had to protect at all costs. Oh, I hate it. So from. Do fifth... you feel like if there were men kissing on TV, it would be less of a secret? No. No. Because it's. At least I'm going to speak from my experience. Sure. Because I've heard other experiences of people's, you know, journey, I'll call it. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them are really bad Mm -hmm. and are violent. Mm -hmm. And um, that was not my experience. Mm -hmm. And there is no set experience. Mm -hmm. And so that is also what's so scary. And also, no one's telling you how they did it. Mm-hmm. And no one's telling you. It's just not. It just at the time, it just wasn't. Everyone. It was a- just assumed that you were heteronormative. Yeah. It was just. It's. I mean, and it still is. Like when you're yeah. born, it's not like will he be gay? Will he be straight? Um, it's just. He's straight. He's straight. And then if you're not that, then you. I felt like I had automatically let down an expectation. Right. But also that it was this um, it alternative lifestyle, but alternative in like a, like a hellbound kind of way. Mm. Um, like you're bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, alternative feels like a nice way of saying you know, living an alternative like a life. Def- like a defective Yeah, it goes choice. against the social norm. Yeah. Um, you didn't grow up religious, though. Not at all. And you still felt that. Yeah. I mean, take religion. I didn't, I, wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't know if I was going to hell or not. I didn't give a shit. I just needed to somehow survive here. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll worry about the next yeah, life after. Yeah, we are thinking one day at a time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we are thinking what comes out of our mouth one word at a time. Yeah, right. Um, right, right. And so... Did you live in fear of, like, being found out? Yeah, because it was being found out in multiple ways. Like, at school. Yeah. Middle school and high school. They're already making homophobic jokes before you even realize you're gay, probably. Well, the term, that's gay, Mm -hmm. or that's so gay, Mm -hmm. everyone said that. I made a point to not say that. Yeah. I could say... That's what I thought you were saying earlier about Degrassi. No, it's just like you were a saying gay... they were gay relationships in Degrassi. Yes, and that was like exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now. Um, that's why I said, "Oh, well, you can say that." I, well, that's, but that's what you meant. Yeah, because I'm like 
I made a point to myself of a conscious decision that I would not say that. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't because of Hillary Duff. Yeah, I remember that scene. That's fucking stupid commercial. Like, that's so girl in a skirt stupid as a white top. skirt yeah. as a top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like she single handedly didn't help anybody. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. It was you know slacktivist attempt. Mm-hmm. And Hillary Duff of all people, Lizzie McGuire is like a pretty like very heteronormative show. Yeah, and it's like, but let's put like attractive people, men, like guys my age. Like what was his name? Um. Aaron, ha- Aaron Samuels. Yeah. It, you know? He's not saying it. He's, he's not, not saying it. But I'm like attracted to Aaron Samuels. Right. You right. Know, you know right. what I mean? Um, so. But like, so if the, if guys, it might have helped some some young girls learn how to not say it. Mm. But like if the, the better one more taking it one step further would have been, you know, Aaron Samuels or. Um, or their parents. The parents like saying, hey, don't say that. Right. It's, you don't say, you know, that's using gay in quote, you know, as a in quote gay as a derogatory. It's, less it's, than. It's the R word. You yeah. know, it's saying that it's. Um, yeah. If something's bad, say it's bad. Yeah, that's really fucked up. Bad's actually. also a word. It's always and it's been the same up. amount of letters, too. Like, mm-hmm. um, so unnecessary. It, it's unnecessary. And so it's, um, like, it was that. And it's, so it was, yeah. it was, I knew that it just being, being gay was bad. Mm-hmm. And other people saw it as such. And I wanted to fit in. Duh. I wanted friends. I mean, you it, wanted to survive. You're yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. And You're then a baby. Even through high school, I had like one friend, mm-hmm. Katra Klein pregnant recently got married oh wow yeah um and she was my the one person that like i felt i was safe with Mm -hmm. i never told her Mm -hmm. but if she wasn't at school one day i Mm. was lost oh no i was afraid like we had this break a 10 minute break in between b and d block and it was so you could like eat a snack whatever get water whatever and even then, that 10 minutes was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And having to do that every goddamn day, mm-hmm. I would get to school right when I had to get to school so I didn't have to wait around early, you know. And, yeah, I just didn't prefer it. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've all that fast-forwarding, you know, I get to college and I realize that it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so. When did you come out? 18, fresh, freshman year. Oh, you didn't come out in high school at all? No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also went to a school where there was two other people from my high school that went. Mm-hmm. Um, I was made a very conscious choice on that as well. Mm-hmm. It's great to go. Avoiding where... them. I mean, I've been with them since middle school. You yeah, know? I'm over it. Yeah. I'm ready to get the fuck out and of I, here. And it was a, a class of less than 100. Yeah, it's too much. And Talk so, about enmeshment. Yeah, exactly. Talk about fucking, you know, you don't want to go where everyone knows your name type thing. Yeah. And... At that point, it's... My high school, a lot of people, almost everyone from my high school is married to another person from my high school. That's gross. It's weird. It's very strange. Yeah. It's like, whatever, bro. What yeah. You're, yeah. What you eat doesn't make me shit. Sure, but, sure, sure. Like, whatever floats your boat. But oh, if you like it, I love it. Eight, now there's eight billion people in the world. We've gotten to eight billion, right? And you essentially found your person when you were 15. And they, yeah. Which is weird. Which is, I mean, whatever, man. I would have already been divorced. 
twice over if that was my like I'm not leaving it's coming from a privileged place though because not everyone can leave their hometown and shit. sure so I'll I'll I'm acknowledging that's your that stuff. yeah that's true um it's all relative but people from my high school could fucking leave yeah and they've chosen not to and they've chosen to marry people from their own you know and if, backyard what else well, yeah like what but it's it's weird though too because some of them are like some of them have dated not dated people from high school and then like 10 years later are now dating people from high school which that's not that's acceptable to me in some way like as long as you tried sure yeah okay you know like you, you and it's hard out here in the streets man yeah you know it's nice to be like remember mrs brown from english class like yeah. that's a nice little i always tea liked up. you back in the day sure you know, oh when, yeah when lots you of would, that you know pick cheetos out of your braces yeah yeah when i used to say you're annoying bitch that mean i really now liked i you. think you're hot yeah <laughs> that was me like not knowing what how to hit on you sure um ew yeah ship has sailed buddy but all right yeah or it hasn't apparently um, that's true for them. Yes. Yeah. For me and his sound. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so in college came out. Sorry and... I called you a fat bitch. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Dude. Sorry I snapped your bra strap. Yeah. Sorry I told you you were a disgusting, ugly troll, but would you want to like suck my dick now? It's like, no, not really. Sorry I told you you should go on Accutane. Um, <laughs> would you want to like be in my Bumble match? <laughs> Literally no. Thanks. Thanks. Um, Thanks a lot, Billy. Chad. Um, yeah, literally. So, yeah, I mean, once I came out, it was quite easy, but my coming out story to, like, my closer family members was all acceptance, um, which is, come right. to find out, not necessarily the norm. No, definitely um, not. And the one I stressed about the most was my dad, and I was met with, like, the most love and compassion from him. Mm. You know? Out it, of everybody? Yeah, because everyone else was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. you know i love you or sure. like my mom was like i knew that mm-hmm, you know it's mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but my dad was like i had to say it three times for him to hear it. we were watching tv and i was like okay this commercial break i'll say it nope this commercial oh break God. i'll say it and i finally just i'm gay and he goes mm-hmm. what and i had to say it two more times and he goes uh okay um i um i don't know a lot about that uh i love you and i'm willing to learn um Aww. Um, I just, I don't have like any really gay friends, not because I have anything against them. I just don't, but, um, I love you. And I was like, fuck, that was not as bad as I made it out to be. Um, which is almost always how it is, right? It's been my experience Mm -hmm. that, but I mean, even now I still have to stress out about it a little bit. Everything you worry about. I worry about a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're well, we're wired to do that. Yeah. To look for, you know, threats and stuff. Sure, but at the same time it's like little things like, you know, doing my doing my billing for my business mm-hmm. is my least favorite thing to do. You're an interior designer. Yes, and I work mm-hmm. for myself. And, okay, bitch. And thank you. Um, but it's the billing is the not it's paperwork. Yeah. It's not fun. Clerical. I yes. hate it. I'll stare at a bill for like three weeks past one. I would rather. And I have the money to pay it. I just don't want to. It's like so weird. Well, and. It's anxiety. This is my business. So I have to pay my bills with these, with by billing these, my clients. Sure, sure. But it's like, I would rather use a toothbrush to clean my floor. Sure, sure. Then 
take the. I'd rather not minutes. have the money. I might. I'd, I'd yes. rather work for free. I'd rather stress about not being able to pay my bills than. I'd rather put in forty hours on a project for free you know, and not get paid and call than it have a favor. To... Uh huh. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I um, totally agree. Which is, uh, you know, talking about like. Self-deprecation. But, but also talking about relative deprivation in the sense of like acknowledging privilege, right? Mm-hmm. I know at the end of the day, I could not bill my clients one month, but my mortgage would still get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If push came to shove, I wouldn't go homeless. So, never. Um, and so that's what, maybe that's the difference is mm-hmm. I'm learning. Sure. Um, but at the same time, I love how it feels to make my own money. So. I think it also has a, a degree for me when I'm billing people for like with design stuff as well or at all. Like I like I have a paycheck from one of my jobs that I have yet to cash still. And it's for like 800 bucks and I need it, frankly, but I haven't cashed it. And I, I think it's like a kind of unspeakable phenomenon around. It's a, like a, a square almost between like self-sabotage, sloth. Fear of success and anxiety. It for me it boils down to being goddamn lazy. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes deeper than that though, to the things I just named. I, I yes. I think I don't think you're a lazy person. I'm. But that's you're the thing is I'm not a lazy person. But, but when it comes to mm-hmm. clerical, when it comes to money, my money, my I earn this, mm-hmm. I deserve this. Sure. I suddenly have a block. Mm-hmm. I would cash your checks for you for your work and your bank account every day and twice on Sunday because I I just des- I think you deserve the money. Hard, hard. Uh, yes. But I have a hard time thinking I deserve the money. Yeah, and so it's leaning into that. That's abuse. Well, it's it's me growing in my and getting my voice. Yeah, and being like I deserve it too. Yeah, the same way it was like back in the day when I could barely function due to, you know being you know messed up all the time and mm-hmm. also like severe depression like all i could i couldn't even brush my teeth sure you know and so now i am bitching about my inability to bill for my own business yeah so sure. i mean it's relative right yeah like so i am making strides oh yeah <laughs> so for sure it's and i still have to give myself that but then at the end of the day I, okay that's great you know i'm so proud of myself pat myself on the back now, how about you, um, Bill? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it, it gets done. I guess the whole point of that conversation is it gets done, and it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Right. But good, I forget good job. every time. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I worked for you, you yeah. would move a mountain to make sure I got paid on time. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm – thematically, growth is so – I think powered by this, this powers that be the spirit, great spirit. The great reality is another word for God, which I love because it takes the guesswork out of it. The great reality. It is what it is. Mm. And so it is, you know, nothing is as it seems nor is it otherwise. Right. And I think that's helped. That helps me, but I'm so like multiple people and different articles that have popped up and different things that have gone on the collective has pushed me where I am right now in my healing journey to look at the the old belief system I have from growing up Catholic. And a friend of mine is on a spiritual journey similarly, and she's Baptist. And um, one of our friends kind of half overheard our conversation about 
unlearning certain ideas around the religions we grew up in. And my parents were not like beating me over the head with it. Like there's way more intense Catholicism, but I went to Catholic school and you know, the fear of authority and whatever, which there's a lot of stuff I am grateful for, but some things I'd like to unlearn are, um, I'll say that in a second, but this third party overheard my friend and I talking about this unlearning her being Baptist, me being Catholic. And he didn't even hear that she was Catholic. He only heard part of it. And he said, what do you know what the difference is between the Catholic Catholic and Baptist? And we said, no. And he said the Mason Dixon line, which is true. And like, that's fair, but he didn't hear a lot of our conversation. So it was like, again, like woo woo, weird, like co the collective coincidental, et cetera, as whatever, however you want to say it, odd or God, you know, that he brought that up. And so I was doing some writing about it and it's like, my needs, my wants, my desires, my dreams are important. If they affect me, me being successful affects my friends and family in a positive way because I'm happier. That makes them happy. I give, you know, opportunities for them, et cetera, to either hang out or we can go on a trip or we can, you know, I buy yeah. them something nice or I'm just overall happier and that makes them happy and I'm able to be there for them in a different way because I'm vibrating on a higher level. All this being true and I can get behind that, but if it seem it's seemingly on the surface or even on a deeper level only is affecting me positively, I have a hard time doing it. Sure. Because of thought of the the of being taught that if it is only for me, it is a selfish and dishonest thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like my pleasure is bad and dirty. Sure. And I was recently talking to like one of my mentors and she said that's not dirty, actually. That's just something that you would like to work on. And it will free you to work on that and be rid of this thing that is causing you discomfort. That's not a dirty thing. It's a fear-based thought that's causing you pain. That doesn't mean you're bad and dirty. And it's, it's like so subtle. Like boys and girls were separated at recess in the school that I went to. Mm. And my parents drank and they swore... And we watched real TV. We watched SNL. Like it wasn't like non-secular, yeah. you know, tabernacle, choir only, you know, Mennonite. cult. No, far from it. Far from it. Mm. Golf community, right. trips around the world, et cetera, you know, and they were, there was wine flowing at every meal and it wasn't secular, you know, non-secular, but Jesus uh, drank wine. Jesus did, did drink wine. And, um, but it still was insidiously in my mind that like anything good is bad for you and you are disrespectful to God because of it. And so I could only imagine like the spiritual abuse and religious trauma that is undergone and like really hardcore, you know, religious. It's not just Christianity too. No, it's not. It's... Like Islam and Judaism and every religion has a hardcore sect of it. Right. And it's like, so those are just like things I'm trying to unlearn. What if okay, I'm gonna throw this idea out there. Okay. And you don't it doesn't have to drive, but So so paying paying yourself for your work is is hard. It's is hard. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I the for me, I know you didn't grow up Catholic, but for me, I think that's where it's coming from. Um so instead of unlearning something. Mm-hmm. What if you, what if I just learn something? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. if I unlearn it, then I have to learn. It's a negative. Yeah. It's, you know, I have to go, I have to like 
unlearn, and then I have to start learning. Two steps forward, one step back. Or two steps back, one step forward. Exactly. And so it's like, if I just, I mean, I can use that, what I already know from my previous experience. I don't have to forget about it. I can just learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. So instead of unlearning that things that are good for me are bad, I can just learn that my needs are important. Exactly. Yeah. And it, you know, that way I don't have to, you know, like, because what if I don't unlearn it? Mm Mm-hmm. Then am I bad then? <laughs> yeah. You know, but if I just, am I, it's I am working on this lesson that has been provided the opportunity, like the opportunity to learn this has been provided to me mm-hmm. because of my past experience. Mm-hmm. The lesson is not to unlearn what I've gone through because then I'll probably end up right back there. Mm-hmm. But if I can focus my energy now into the pause, into the light and you know, mm-hmm. immediately going into the light as of, not having to like try and like like you know come out of this dark place and then move into the light i can just go straight into the light yeah i love that i recently i have this healing i do like cards and i have like a tarot deck i do and a oracle deck that i do and then a healing mantra deck that i do and it's kind of an all encompassing sort of spiritual mm. practice and I, you know, meditate for a minute and then, you know, kind of get into that, ask a question and see. And for me, I, it's not a dark magic thing. It's like, what does God and my guides want me to know right now? And so yesterday, actually less than 12 hours ago, I grabbed a healing mantra card and it said, if I, f- the more often I feel good, the less often I feel bad or something like that. Very, you know, very similar. And when I can focus on, there's an Abraham Hicks quote who, um, her whole thing is nuts. She's really like tapped into the law of attraction stuff, but her, it's like a TikTok. You all have heard it, I'm sure. And I know you've heard it. It's like, I stop. people will wonder what happened to me and what I am doing. That seems like such a secret. I stop. this is not verbatim, but I stopped looking for, I've stopped finding fault in you. I stopped finding fault in me. I stopped looking for reasons to feel bad. And I started looking for reasons to feel good. And everything is coming to me like in perfect ease and comfort or something like that. And I'm ad-libbing it. But it's really like I'm vibrating higher because I deserve it. Mm. So like even though it's cathartic to get into a place where this person's wronged me or I unlearning or I wish this was different or I need to do better or whatever negative connotation there is. And the trick, the the inventory we've been told to take as humans, like how do I improve? If I don't know that something is wrong, then how can I improve? Mm-hmm. I think I can take that to the extreme as I take everything to the extreme. And I, you know, suddenly I'm looking, I spend too much time looking at the things I'm not doing in quote correctly Versus what I want to do differently moving forward. Yeah, there's a difference between incorrect and different. Mm-hmm. What am I doing right. incorrectly versus what can I do differently? And I think that a lighter way to look at it too is like that was once working for me and now it's now this other thing is going to work for me. Yeah, it was serving you. It was. And, and it brought you to that point to be able to do something different. Right. So instead of these things are no longer working, I can pivot to... I'm now only looking for reasons to feel good. Yeah. To feel good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to take a quick break? Yeah, it sounds good. Mm, sounds good. Oh. 
we're back. We're back. Is there anything you else else you want to say before we move on to the next segment? Um, I I think I'm I think I'm good. Okay. Um, I'm sure this won't be my. Oh, I'm assuming this won't be my you know sole appearance. We'll have to talk to the production team. Yeah. Jasmine, what do you think? I don't know, Jazz. What do you think? I think we should have him back on. All right. There you go. I think you're invited. <laughs> okay. Cool. I know where you live. Um, you do. And your code to your house. You do. A lot of things. Um, any hooters. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think I'm good. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks <laughs> so So, we're going to do a segment that is, like, pretty awesome, where we go over who the asshole is on Reddit. Um, Kyle, you should go first, and then I'm going to read Kyle one. We're going to mix it up a little bit. Okay. Jasmine, this one's for you. Okay. Um, what is A-I-T-A? That means I am the asshole. Oh, Am I the asshole? Got it. I'm learning. That's okay. Okay, this one. Am I the asshole for not allowing my girlfriend to get a therapy yet? Throwaway account. So both me and my girlfriend have been dating for 10 years, and we are both 27. That's really young. Due to several traumatic events, my girlfriend now has no parents and is living with me. Oh, God. That's sad. She does not have a good... Sure, she does have a good amount of inheritance, but we both agree mm. it's not a good idea to use it, and it's better to keep it for real for a real emergency. So while she does a good portion, this is terrible grammar. While she do use a good portion for her essential, like therapy and self care items, I carry the rest of the financial load. Yeah. <laughs> Mortgage, utilities, and groceries. She carries the load. Well, I mean, it depends. She takes it's it. It's 2023. That's true. Um, hashtag peg. Peg, peg the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do it. Fucking get into it. They do that already. We just don't talk about it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, anywho, I also do a lot of the household work as sometimes she can barely get off the bed. Mm. She's been gradually getting better and might be able to go back to education. She's a dropout. Who is this guy? Well, apparently he needs to go back <laughs> to education. He needs to go back to education. Anyway, but, you know, this is about his girlfriend, not him. So recently my girlfriend really adamant on getting a therapy pet, to which I firmly deny her of. So last Friday we had some friends coming in from both sides for her birthday. She casually mentioned it was – she casually mentioned it in a few of her friends' We're pretty upset about it, about the therapy pet. Okay. They called me out and said I was abusive and trying to trap my girlfriend in a depressive cycle. We bickered, of course. Afterwards, my friends comforted me, but I, but still in, in but still say I was the asshole for denying my girlfriend of something that's good for her mental health. Okay, the edits are important on this one. Though. Okay, okay. Is that the end of it? Yes, and now there's like okay. the edit he forgot to So hold on, let's recap. So yeah. they've been together their whole adult lives. Yeah. And she is an orphan. She No, you can only be an orphan if um you're underage, right? Her parents are dead. I, mean, I wouldn't call a twenty seven year old an orphan. I would. You wouldn't? No. I would. So okay. she's without a parents. That's hard. But they left her an inheritance. They left her an inheritance. That sucks. And she can't get out of bed. She's very depressed. She's sad. She's horribly sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. And she wants a therapy pet. 
but she doesn't like do anything around the house. So it's his concern is he doesn't want to also take care of the dog. Is his concern, right? I'm I it doesn't Which really is what say, I'm assuming yeah. why cuz she he was like and on top I carry the bills and I do housework cuz right. she can't get out of bed and I don't think she should have a dog. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's also a therapy pet I get is like you know, its purpose is for this one person, but let's be honest. Someone still has to take care of and the dog. And it's also living in the space. What like Right. Okay, so is it what if I mean would she ever ask him, hey, can I get a pet? Or can we get a pet? Sure. Right. Cause Only a... I will take care of the pet. Or, But like a therapy dog, it's like, you don't want me to take care of myself. It just seems like a... Like a con- I mean, I understand that she's going through it. I get that. Mm-hmm. But it's also a convenient way. We don't know the backstory of like, like we don't want pets. You know, no, sure. no pets or whatever. But it's a convenient way to be like... Well, I mean, it's it's a therapy dog. If you don't let me get it, then you're a shitty person. Sure, sure. It's a cop-out. Yeah. But if she's unwilling to take care of the animal and take him out and feed him and stuff. I mean, pets are a lot. Do- the reason why I have never had a dog personally on yeah. my own is because they're so much work. They are. That's literally why. But a therapy pet is different than a service animal, too. So there's that thing, like... Like... Some places don't allow, you know, therapy or emotional support. Sure. Right? And emotional support can be, like, fucking anything. I, there's a guy in Asheville that has a, a miniature horse. Mm-hmm. And it walks down downtown. And it's an emotional support horse. horse. Okay. So, like, I'm going to call bullshit because there's also a dog that walks with him, but he didn't have a vest on. But, you know, it's like, yeah. at what point is it ridiculous and that's... Okay, what are the edits? Yeah. What are the edits? So the first edit is... Uh, So far, he's not the asshole. So far, he doesn't want to take care of all the bills, all the housework, and also this new animal. And also, I don't know that a therapy pet or emotional support pet is the only way for her to get better. Sure. Right. If it were, that was the only option. Sounds like she's lonely and she wants... But that's like having a baby for the wrong reason or having a... Getting a dog for the wrong reason. Like, it's a part of your family and it's a massive decision. Right. This is... Obviously written from the thing about am I the asshole is it's written from the point of the point of view of the asshole. The, the right? potential asshole. The, so, the, the, um, the accused. The asshole in question. Yeah. So <laughs> oftentimes the bussy in question. The bussy. The bussy in question. Yeah. So oftentimes it's like obviously he's he or she is selling it. Like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to talk it up because I mean it's an asshole. So sure, sure. You got to make it like. Is it is puckered? It po- yeah, is it puckered? Is it uh, budding? Is it prolapsed? Is it? Is it budding? Is it fucking ready? You know, is the sphincter or speed like slow? Mm-hmm. You know the show the slow shutter speed like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is it bleached? Is it waxed? Is it you know all these? What's things. the deal? Yeah, like we need to know more about. I need more details. Yeah. Speaking of which, yes. edit. So first edit. <laughs> forgot to add this in my girlfriend is willing to pay for the full amount for the pet fucking duh but i think she, but i think there's also paying for its vet visits cleaning its area and grooming it that's very troublesome yes to your point um right and then the second edit a dog is not a one-person job no and it's a, it's a like long time commitment yes and also you are the asshole if you put it up for adoption after it's fucking five, attached to five you. weeks later, yeah, when... you thought it was a good idea, right? You think it's a stuffed animal? Yeah, like that's that's selfish. Yeah, 
And I know people, a lot of my friends have, like, our, my, my guest last week, Sean has one, has a dog, and, and she does it on her own. And it's a lot of work. And at one point, she had two doggies. And a, a couple times, she's had two doggies. And her dog, Jupiter, is special needs and has epilepsy. And it's a ton of work. And it's yeah. so stressful. It's like having a child with this, having a, it's being a single mom, mm-hmm. you know, but without the, like, I have to go... Without the support, honestly, the social support. Yeah, yeah. Because people are like, well, it's a dog. Or sure. It's a cat. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Why would you spend that much money on Oh that? my gosh, you're crying about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and like Absolutely. Silas, my, my cat Silas. Mm-hmm. Um, Your son. Literally, we'll be together 12 years in November. Yeah. It's like, you just do it. That's my family. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But societally, we don't support that. Yeah, people are like, it's a cat. I'm like, sure. okay. That's my child. And like, yeah. I sleep with that animal every day. Right. And he doesn't sleep with me. I sleep with him. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, second edit. We did talk to her, her therapist about it. The therapist said that I'm expected to be taking care of the pet primarily, so I, and I'm not ready for that commitment. There we go. Yep. She did... Expected is a strong she is word. Also, not approved for an emotional support animal yet. She's been talking to her therapist about it since last December, so her therapist isn't even on board. No. Um, second edit. I would like to add my girlfriend did didn't really complain about it. We talked about it a few times and have left that matter to rest for quite a while. We're going to talk about it after her therapist decides that an emotional support animal is a good move. My girlfriend isn't angry at me, but her friends are. What? It. And also, That's I'm a weird. woman. Oh, lesbians! Yay! Okay, this Sir. is the best part, though. Yeah. The last edit. Mm-hmm. She wants a pet duck, which can be an emotional support animal, but might be harder to get approved. Is also beyond her therapist's reach. So, knowing all of that, who approve? What is this approving? You have to have a letter from your therapist saying that you're fucked up enough that you need it. And so, so that, so the assumption is that. The animal can go with you where animals are not allowed, and that's what is the this approval process. But you can deny an emotional support animal. A a, a business owner can. Yeah, you can't deny it. So what is animal. this approval? Oh, I see. So there's a difference, right? Like blind yeah. people have service animals. Sure. Fucking biddies that want ducks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have quote emotional support animals. Yeah. And so who's the asshole? The her the friends of the girlfriend. I mean, I'm pretty sure the girlfriend's the asshole. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I would. So let I mean, who is putting on who? Why are the friends of the girlfriend, the tra- the traumatized girlfriend, even involved? My assumption is that the traumatized girlfriend who wants the duck is kind of putting her friends yeah. on to talking shit to her partner. Yeah. Which we, I think is really manipulative. It's like, what? what's that um, excess, accessory to murder? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, you paid the hitman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And also... Go tell so-and-so that they're an asshole yeah. for not letting me have a duck. Because there's no there's no risk. It's triangulation, really. Well, it's also... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds like she has enough energy to do all that shit. Mm-hmm, to, like, finagle it. To, to constantly talk about a GD support animal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think also a duck is a little bit different than a dog. Well, uh, yeah, and also like fucking left field. A duck fucking, they're not meant to be like pets, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 
Yeah. And Some now, people have ducks. We'll talk about like shitting everywhere. Yeah. And like yeah. quacking. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the labor that goes into a duck ownership. Duck ownership. But I would actually. It's a bird. I don't like birds in my house. Sure. You're against it. I get that. I would. Really, it's kind of changes it because if a duck takes less labor, like I can tell you right now, if my partner couldn't get out of the bed, I would not be getting a dog, you know, period. So like, let alone. Because you're taking care of a person already. Right. I love dogs. I grew up with dogs, but I know that I would not be able to do a dog justice with the amount of time I'm gone and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. It's a lot of work. It's more work, frankly, than I'm willing to do. Yeah. Which is why I have a cat. Yeah. Cats shit in a box. Yeah, it's super easy. I'm going to assume ducks don't. But, like, I wonder if a duck is easier to take care of, I think that changes things a bit. But, I, but, but like, end of story. Get a goddamn hamster. The, the, the partner doesn't want a, yes, the partner to wants, take care of everybody. Yeah, the partner wants to. Including uh, herself. Wants to be heard, it sounds like. Yeah. You know, don't we all? So I think the girlfriend who wants the animal and the friends are the asshole. I don't think the other person, the the OP, the original, which means original poster, is, an, is the asshole. I agree. Okay. Am I the asshole for letting my boyfriend's cat outside? Yes. My boyfriend of a year owns his own place and has a cat, Libby. She's two years old and has always gone outside. She's always gone outside. I hear that. She is stopping. He is stopping that as he said she was injured her paw quite badly and has scratches on her from another cat from being outside. He said a few of his neighbors had become concerned recently as their cats have also become injured. She was quite she was quite poorly and it cost him a lot in vet fees. I don't know what this this is a grammar's bad. He said that he gets he gets that it's a change for Libby, the outdoor indoor cat. As she has been meowing at the door to be let out, but that's for her health and safety that she stayed inside. And he's said he's planning on building some outside open air cage thing so she can still be outside, but is concealed and safe in it. I was there the other night and Libby, the cat was meowing at the back door. I said it wouldn't hurt to let her outside because she was very loud. He says she just ignores her. He just ignores her for about 10 minutes and then she's fine. She forgets about it and told me, do not let her out. She seemed really insistent. So I let her out. Boyfriend was none the wiser, but after a while, he noticed how quiet his house was and started to look for Libby as she normally cuddles with him after not being let out. He started freaking out when he couldn't find her, and I told her I told him that I let her out. He got really angry and said, why the fuck would you do what I told you not to do, and I told you I don't want my cat outside. He started saying that I'm rude and sensitive and a horrible girlfriend for what I did. Libby came back after an hour, and she was fine. My boyfriend kicked me out of the house and has been cold ever since. He says that he doesn't trust me in the house anymore or near his cat. She's a really sweet girl and I love her, but I don't think I did anything wrong. I think he's really just being paranoid because she got hurt that one time. I'm trying to make him see my point of view that he's being way too overprotective and he says that I'm the asshole and needs some space for me and wants to break up. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Yes. Okay. Elaborate. Um, so. Say like... I mean, you could speak on this because yeah. Silas went missing one time. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, and I guess I he got he I didn't shut the door all the way. Yeah, and apparently, and I didn't I didn't hear about it until he was found. Yeah, but I would have f- murdered people. Yeah, and you are people. My mom is people. Yeah, like 
it would have taken me a long time to get over that. Yeah. And also, so Silas is an indoor cat, and he my we can't prove it was me that accidentally left the door cracked. Okay, well it's but just saying, keep going. You were an accomplice, so yeah, um, it could have been me. Yeah, it definitely could be, could be not. Could be, could be not. Doesn't but matter. Regardless, <laughs> I looked for Silas for a fucking hour. Regardless, um, yeah. So my old roommate, one of my best friends, Sam. Um, his dog, he got a, a listener dog. of the pod. Yes. He got a dog. My future husband also. Okay. <laughs> he got a, a, a dog who I now love. She is great. Her name is Cricket. Cricket. That's right. And, um, but it was one of my biggest fears that something was going to happen to Silas if they were living together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, very firm on, you know, she needs to be, you know, flea tick, all that shit, you know, treated, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I wasn't worried about her, like, shredding Silas or anything. Yeah. But um, there was one time, the one time my mom was getting married, mm. and um, I was in charge of decorating. I was in, I was the man of honor. Yep. And Silas was, like, sick. Mm-hmm. And so I'm driving home from Asheville to, uh, to carry. And I call my vet. Before the wedding. Before the wedding. I'm coming. Silas is there because we're going, you know, for the wedding. And I end up calling my vet in Asheville. And they went ahead and called NC State uh, Vet Hospital and said, hey, this cat's on its way. Mm -hmm. And he was checked into the ICU for four days. Mm -hmm. From a flea bite is what it came down to. Mm -hmm. Like, they ran all the tests. And, you know, but Sam did everything I asked him to do. He kept cricket treated, but that doesn't mean something couldn't carry over into the house, you know. Mm-hmm. Which it just is is a risk that run the that you run. That's yeah. But I have um. And he was septic and almost died, and you know all these things, and it's and he doesn't have a colon and has other yeah issues. he's he's had other Pre-existing issues existing conditions yeah yeah. But the point is, is he doesn't High go risk. outside. Yeah. He doesn't go outside. Sure. Um. For the reason that it has been proven before that it can be dangerous. Yeah. And actually life-threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I make that request, I, the parent. Right. The caregiver. The, I'm the parent. The one that pays for everything. Period. Makes that request and it is not respected. Yeah. That is not just, it's not just about the cat. It's about me. Right. And in my home, in my home, in my space, and the things that were here before you, right? So, no, the fuck around and find out, right? That's all I got on that one. Okay, um, this one is for Jazz. Okay, um, okay, am I the asshole for choosing someone else over my mom and breaking her heart? This should be interesting. My 18-year-old... So she's an 18-year-old female. This is a... Oh, okay. My 18-year-old female brother, John, 20, started dating his girlfriend, Polly, 20, last year. For context, John and I come from a very religious family. John's the oldest of nine. We're all homeschooled, and religion is very important, but we've never had many issues with John especially. But he met Holly a couple months ago, and she gave my mom a heart attack. I'm not judging her at all, but, but, keyword but, mm-hmm. 
She's had multiple boyfriends before my brother. What? Post or on her twenty. S- that's a judgment. Uh, so like, okay, so they're religious, and that makes it weird because because Holly is not a virgin. We don't know that. Boyfriend okay. doesn't mean you fucked. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um. Okay, but she's had multiple boyfriends before my brother. Posts on her social media quite a bit, in dresses in things that are inappropriate. In quotations or in parentheses, maybe question mark. Okay. So it's so like shoulders covering being covered. Yeah, she's not. I don't think that she's out here hoeing, but keep going. Well, I mean, yeah, it's all relative. Sure. Um, I'm ashamed to admit, but I wasn't very nice to her. But that's just because I wanted to be like her so bad. Damn. Honestly. My mom was especially hard on her, though. Accurate. She said some crazy things about her dating history, about how she corrupted John, etc. My <laughs> yeah, right. My mom always had this kind image, so seeing her act like how she did woke me up. Oh, there we go. John moved out to live with Holly and doesn't talk to our parents anymore. Mm. He's different. My mom's heartbroken. Dad is too, but he's ignoring the issue while my mom's stuck on how vile creature stole her good and pure son. Yeah, right. I think it's ridiculous, but I do feel for my mom a bit, so I've kept my mouth shut. But yesterday, she she saw Holly and John. According to my little sibling that was with my mom, they were acting all cutesy and in love. My mom was enraged. They probably are in love. They're probably just happy. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're probably not keeping sweet praying in a bang. Right, right, right. Um, (laughs) She started ranting about how the girls like Holly are the evilest kind and that while she's lost her son to her, at least her daughters are good girls. I hate that. That's so disgusting. I hate that. You being a good girl? (laughs) She then came came up to me and made me promise to never be like Holly. I was, if I'm not going to be like you, bitch. Be a good girl forever. <laughs> yeah, be like Ugh. me and fucking pop out. Psycho and mad at everybody. Yeah, that my denim. son's happy. Yeah, just wear denim all day. Shouldn't you want your son to be happy? No. You should want him to... Be pure. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I was going to promise her at first, but I was just so tired of her nonsense. I said no. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. This is about to get really good, I feel as though. Rebecca with the KH is about to pop off. (laughs) Um, She looked a bit surprised and kind of lost it and said that Holly's actually really cool and much. And I, I kind of lost it and said that Holly's actually really cool and much better person than most women I've met. Oh, her body count or the way she dresses be damned. Oh, body count be damned. Jebediah. Jezebel. (laughs) Right. I saw my mom start to cry, but I couldn't help Stop. it. Stop. I told oh, my... that's sad. They're brainwashed. She's well, brainwashed. The I mom think... is brainwashed. The mom is losing her grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told my mom that to me, Holly is a better person than she'll ever be. Woo! And also that I'd rather be just like Holly than like her. Ooh. On God. Damn. Fucking eat it. Damn. It's going down at the Dollar General parking lot. Yeah. It's going down. At the, the Costco. At the buggy. Um, <laughs> the Costco for like the um, the doomsday prepper pantries vibes. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's um, okay. <laughs> My mom cried even harder and said that I broke her heart just like John did, and also she can't believe I'm choosing Holly over her. That's sad. She ran to her room and hasn't really come out since. My dad's upset with me and I feel terrible now. I should have just said nothing, but it felt good to tell her. Mm. Holly really is a good person, and I miss John. 
I hate that. And my... she sucks a good dick, and yeah. John's real happy with that. Yeah, John's just like, you know, lay back, max relax, shoot the breeze. Well, that's right. Um, I hate that my mom ruined things, but maybe it's, maybe it isn't fair for me to do what I did. Am I the asshole? That was great. I mean, yeah. I think the, I think she's a young kid. Oh, well, I guess she's 19, she's 18. 18. She's an adult. I think she was the asshole for... I think she could have stopped at... at so she's got some religious trauma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, mom... Like a sprinkling. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Talk about, like, I could only imagine how bad it is with, like, ultra-conservative evangelist shit. Like, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah, I mean, I think the daughter has taken it too far. You know, I think she didn't need to go as far as to say like, fuck you and your couch and your mama. But like, mama had it coming to her. I think, I think I agree with that part. Like saying, Oh, Heidi is a nasty, vile whore is like taking it because you're opening the door for really aggressive language. I think at that point, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Also it's, it's like that is it's not okay to talk about people like that yeah yeah and so if you get called out on it mm-hmm. and you start crying and you's like yeah you like you broke my heart because you said these things to me but i can say them about other people yeah right because you called me out on doing something that is not okay yeah then um like fucking start over like you're yeah. co- you're coming back next yeah. life sure 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 and i hate to tell you that you're not beaming up to scotty like you are coming back well less than yeah well uh, hopefully she like you know when she gets out of her sabbatical she like figures that out but it i also seem think as though she will well probably not probably not because the indoctrination goes very deep right it apparently doesn't matter if people that love her tell her otherwise she's not going to listen to it right i mean her, but like when religious people like that, like the what's been described, sounds like she's like, I don't know, I'm assuming, but could be afraid for the afterlife fate of her son. Sure, but you that know. was that was a lot of value judgments on one person. I agree. I totally agree. The mom is the asshole. All I'm saying is I'm playing devil's advocate to some degree in saying that. The mom has been indoctrinated sure. as well, and she's brainwashed. This is what is true for her. Sure. I think, and I think it's, they're all the asshole. The daughter is taking it, taking it too far. And I think the mom is a bigot. Yeah. And she's provided with an opportunity to look at something from a different perspective and did yeah. not. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she does. So it's an inability. It's an it's unwillingness to think differently. For sure. And I think if the mom had said, I would argue, like, if the mom said, um, I really wish John, you know, would come home to church or like, well, as long as he's happy or like some shady thing, but not as far as like Heidi's a whore and she's yes. a vile, nasty bitch. Those are value judgments. They're not facts. Well, it's like that. I again, I think you know, you're you're opening the door. Like an attorney would say, Your Honor, he opened the door with this line of questioning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they she has created this aggressive environment for someone to like really slander mm-hmm. someone else, which I think triggered the daughter who is feeling, you know, more relatable, related to, or maybe closer to Heidi and John. Yeah. And less like the mom. So I, but if the mom had just lightly said, mm, you know, maybe he'll, you know, hopefully it all works out or some like light, light shade. Right. 
I don't think this, the daughter would have been like, well, fuck you. I wish I was more like her than you. Like, right. I think... The mom was using hate to raise her children. Yeah. 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 And slut shaming. Yeah. And... Which, that's not helping someone learn. I mean, it's you could learn pretty It's not very behaviors. Christ-like. Well, I mean, I'm not here to talk on that. Mm-hmm. Because... But it, I don't... I think that... It's just like as a human. The, yeah. the, the base of it is, did you recognize someone's humanity? Sure, but I'm just saying in the brand of we yes. are Christ followers, the irony is that that is not a very Christ-like thing to say or do. Right. And taking taking away any any anything, any religion, any any yeah, any religion, any it's dogma. at the base of it, this is a human. Sure. I am a human. That human deserves respect. And then you can go to the next level. I think, you know, if Heidi had shown up to the house, like, popping that pussy and shaking yeah, that ass, sure. like, that's, that's a different thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. But she just... And it sounds like John is really fed up. Yeah. John's out of the house. He's not trying to hang no more. He doesn't want an arranged marriage. He doesn't want to live this way, yeah. this conservative way. And I think what I was trying to say about, like, the raising your child with hate that you said and the, the anti-Christ-like behavior... That breeds, like, legislature and other, like... More Jan- hate. Yeah, January 6th, MAGA bullshit all comes from that. Yeah, and so does a lot of... Like, that is, like, a very large event. Mm-hmm. You know, that has a date. Yeah. But it's... Insidious it's microaggressions yes. are constant. It's constant. For sure. And I think that breeds a lot of violence, and I think it breeds... A lot of really scary actions that are, you know, all the shootings and stuff. Like, no, like, people in the last few years have been all, they've been all white supremacists. What's the inability? And it all comes from that. It's the inability to listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, that's what it starts It's controlling, with. too. And it's the inability to recognize that someone's humanity. And their, their autonomy. And that they are at the base of all of it. Strip away every thought, belief, anything. It's a, they are a human. A child of God. Or just a human. Yeah, no, I hear you. But I think it's important to point out the hypocrisy for someone that claims to be so religious. I, I agree. When they're disrespecting and taking away the, the free will that is, in quote, God-given. Sure. From somebody. In the name of God. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like God gave us brains to use, but you don't use yours. We'll use it. We'll use ours. Yeah, but I'm in. I'm in control. But and I'm actually smarter. So I'm smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have these. Um, uh, these gold and tablets wh- that I. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, I um, wish you were more Christ-like, unlike your girlfriend who's a skank. Yeah, unlike that slut. Yeah, right. Heidi, and her name's Heidi, right? Holly. Holly. Yeah, but I mean, if you wanna, you know, be damned by. Right. 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 I love all my children. Yeah, I just love in the forgiveness thing too, right? Another human can condemn another human to eternal hell. Hell, which is funny Mm -hmm. to me because it's um I didn't think anyone any person could do that. Only God can judge me, so I'm gone. Either love me or leave me alone. But you know who else can judge you? Lucy, Muffy, and Buffy. Right, right. And they're ready and like eager. They can't wait. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it makes them wetter than wet. Mm -hmm. That's the only time they get wet. Yeah, right. When they're judging a whore. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, thanks for your hot takes with Kyle Jackson. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I love being had. And um, 
I love, <laughs> I love having you. And I am going to actually head off to Asheville now with Silas. <laughs> oh, great. The king. <laughs> the king. He'll ride in the front Your seat. Your chariot. His chariot awaits. My Outback. <laughs> the Subaru. The Subaru. I'm a cliche. Oh, uh, definitely. Um... Okay, guys. Well, it's great being here. Thanks for having me. And episode ten. Episode ten. Ten of many. We're gonna meditate for a spell, and then That's I'll it. see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. the meditation portion of whatever works. Get in a position that is comfortable to you. In honor of the spring equinox, we are going to focus today on the concept of renewal. Keep in mind that meditation is to help you stay mindful and present. So when thoughts come in, We honor them and let them pass gently and in their own time, lovingly bringing your awareness back to your breath. This will help you stay present in real life. as things don't go your way. As painful happenings on are sure to come. Having a deep knowing that God is with you Everything's happening exactly as it's supposed to. You are not too early. You are not too late. Every lesson, every disappointment, Every blessing has been perfectly timed for you in your season. Winter is a time for reflection, 
hibernation, inventory, deciding what is necessary to be shed, deciding what is important to be held, saved for later on in the year, cherished, nourished, kept close to us. Spring is a time for renewal. It teaches us that nothing is forever. Just as beauty fades, so does pain. When sadness comes, when fear comes, Spring teaches us that this too shall pass. Beauty and blooming and joy, lightness of spirit, trust, deep trust in the great reality is here for the taking. It never left us. Even in the bleak midwinter, when things are dark and cold, small buds and blooms are patiently waiting to be cultivated, to be recognized, to grow. The flower is always there, even beneath the snow. The beauty and the joy is simply waiting on you for you to recognize its presence. There's always something to be grateful for. There's always something to be shed. And as the path narrows in this new spring season, 
ask yourself, what is weighing me down? What is holding me back? What old story no longer is needed to protect you? Maybe it's that you need a certain person. Maybe it's that you need a certain thing. Ask yourself in reflection, how free do I want to be? Do I want to be the lightest, most bloomed version of myself? independently dependent upon the powers that be flowing through life like a loose garment ready and waiting for the next passing lesson or do I want to be stuck in winter remember that wherever you are on your journey to yourself your journey back home is exactly where you need to be. Put your hand on your chest. Feel your heart beating. As long as your heart is beating, you have an opportunity to love, to be loved, to grow, to bloom, to shed, to forgive, to move past, to heal. Take a deep breath in. and out. Take another deep breath in and out. I pray this spring season is one of deep reconnecting and rebirth to the home within yourself. When you're ready, open your eyes and familiarize yourself with the room. Thank yourself, thank your spirit, thank your God for the opportunity to grow in this season. Thank you so much for practicing with me today. And remember that your breath is always there for you. It is a tool to restart any moment, any day, at any time to return home to yourself. Namaste.